Hello, blessings. This is Sarcita May, and this is another fun episode with EM Healing. I have my guest host with me today, Erica Luing, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Take it away. Hey, everybody. I'm Erica Ewing, and I am a CEO and founder of Got to Stop. And Got to Stop is a social impact company that raises the issues about social injustice. And I raise it through fashion, through a conversation collection, and through project, product merchandising. So trying to get products out there that engage you in conversation and talk about the issues that really deeply impact you and your community globally. And so we want to pro- pro- provide an opportunity for people to have a conversation, but also ways for them to take action against social injustice. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today. I um, am really excited. I really love uh, the voice that you carry uh, for our people um, as far as awareness and, you know, learning to speak out loud. So I just want to stand here and applaud you for a moment. I always <laughs> a moment of that appreciation, but thank you. Thank you very much for, you know, stepping out and, and being that light. Um, a lot of us don't get to, to see it, you know, in action. So I appreciate you. Um, and your clothing line, I really enjoy it. I'm going to pick something from there. I was looking through your website. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked, um, I love kimonos and, um, I love that you had halter tops. I was like crop tops. What? Yes. Like I need that. <laughs> and then it has like an awesome message, you know, to wear with it. Um, as well as, as well as the bathing suit, I was looking at that as well. So I, I like that, um, you know, quality. I, I, I can see, you know, the energy, um, you know, that you put in. And I know that we're not here specifically just, you know, to, to, to speak about you, but I really, really enjoy the energy that you push out. And I, I want you to know that it's felt. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. <laughs> Hello. I can't believe we just got cut off, but that's beautiful. I'm happy <laughs> <to be> back now. <laughs> yeah, we're back. We're back. Yay. You know, that's that's the uh, power of honesty, right? <laughs> yeah, the vibration. The vibration is very high. Yes. That, I, that happens a lot. Yes. I'm I'm definitely, you know, all about appreciation, appreciating the energy. And um, I was just about to say we were going to dive into our topic for today, which is, you know, opening up our honesty and um, creating a a more uh, intentional dialogue for, you know, our everyday lives Um, with your It's Got to Stop is a really great, you know, platform and a starting place um, for others to identify what it is that's, you know, really happening. Yes. So when you um so when we were speaking the other day and we were speaking about community and and learning to engage with others more and you know at the same time uh, respecting our social distancing um, scenario it becomes very tricky um, and since we have a lot of time at home I know that some some people are finding finding the reason to have to communicate with others and finding difficulty you know getting their voice heard or even knowing how to share 
their their right. output. Uh, so what are some, you know, scenarios that, you know, that you've been experiencing in the past, you know, week uh, or two weeks, um, you know, where that can open up the dialogues for other family members or friends to, you know, be able to incorporate more in their everyday lives? Well, you know, there's a couple of things I think that this whole shutdown has really illuminated. And that's one is that we have to get back to um, community, but going back to family, because it starts in that whatever that nucleus home is, whatever you call home, the people that you actually commune with, eat with, the people that you um, celebrate with. I think there's a part of us that needs to say, let's just stop for a second and let's recharge and regroup and let's reevaluate and reflect mm. because what has happened with this whole COVID-19 virus is that when they talked about who had the underlying conditions and they rattled off diabetes, asthma, high blood pressure, heart disease, that typically we have high numbers in the black community and communities of color when it comes to those types of underlying conditions. And when you think about that, the first thing that I noticed on social media, the sharing was how to boost your immune system. People were sharing, I mean, all kinds of recipes, taking it back to what grandma used to do when you got sick from the garlic mm. to the onions, to the lemons, to the limes, mm. right? To turmeric, now the natural herbs, you know, we're talking about vitamins. And so there was a whole conversation. I call it like the underground conversation, like the railroad, like how yeah. do we save ourselves? How do we get free? How mm -hmm. do we do prevention in a really healthy way? And I think that social media in that way was really becoming our community because you could not think about listening to the news without having a panic attack or having even more anxiety about what's happening. But when you got those messages say, all right, no, drink this tea or steam with limes and orange peels or um, make sure you get your B12 or make sure you're drinking enough vitamin D, you know, cause you're not getting that sunlight from the sun. You're not, not going outside there was a part of it was like, it was a great sharing of recipes. People were cooking more. Like, what are we cooking? What are we making in our homes? Like, what can we make from what we have, right? Because you couldn't go to the store at a certain time. We still can't do that in New York. And so it's like, okay, so what do I have? Some pasta. I got some, I got some onions. I got some potatoes, maybe. And I don't have any sauce. So what do I do? What, what am I going to do? So, hey, garlic noodles. You start learning, right? What can, else can I make? And I think it, it really really drove people to think about creativity and the sitting down for dinner, wherever that is, mm -hmm. having a meal together. Because again, people were telling me they were rationing out more meals. Like we can't just eat all day. Like I have to plan this thing out. I've got to plan. And then with the homeschooling. So part of it, community started becoming what's in your home. What's, what's tangible to you. And if you were alone, it's still about community. What in your home, how do you create that safe space and that sanctuary in your space? You know, whether that's meditation, whether that's yoga, you know, and really, to be honest, some people meditate through watching television. I mean, people say, oh, it's not good. But you know what? Some people can find a great movie, a great documentary mm -hmm. and really feel invigorated. So it's the things that make you feel good or the things that make you feel whole or the things that can make you laugh. I mean, we haven't laughed in so long. Yeah. You know, we see these memes about people hoarding toilet paper. But <laughs> then you also see videos about people fighting over toilet paper. I mean, so which one do you want to choose? something to laugh about or something to have to cry and holler about. Mm -hmm. And so 
I think that at this point, we have to think of, we have to take community where it is and we've got to create that. We have to now how to, how do we connect? Some people have reconnected with people they haven't talked to in years. People are virtually, you know, visiting each other. They're virtual parties, you know, and now you like Google Hangouts. I want to see you. I want to see what you're doing. Show me what, what you're doing in your house. Oh, I'm working on this. I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. So I think it really, it really made us have to think about, well, what can we do with what we have now? And what really is not just survival, but self-preservation and what's safety, right? What do you call safe? And I think that that's really, really important at a time like this. How do you feel safe? Definitely. And how do you also feel connected to the people that actually inspire you, the, those that encourage you? And then how can you disconnect from the things that bring about anxiety, panic, um, post-traumatic stress disorder? And how can you just, you have to make, know how to turn that on and turn it off. Yeah. And so some people are learning that they're sleeping more. Some people don't even know what day of the week it is. Like, was it Wednesday or Tuesday? Because it feels like it's all running into each other. And that's okay. That that imbalance right now, I think it's okay. That's a, that's a natural response for what's happening with our universe right now, globally. We are off balance. We've never been like this before. We read about this with the Great Depression and the in in what 1929, the 30s, and all that, and the stock stock um stock stock market crash. We heard about that, but now we're living through another, which is worse than the Great Depression. It's going to be worse than the economic recession, because a lot of these businesses that just started will never open again, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be that much more difficult, and. I say to people all the time, think about this is a new normal and start to prepare yourself for that. Things will never be the same again because you won't look at a Clorox wipe or Lysol the same way again. You won't look at toilet paper the same way again. You know, those things are like, that's like, yo, I got to get that toilet paper. I got to get that Lysol, yo. Where that Lysol at? I had to go look for my Lysol pack that I had that I knew I stored away because I do vendor events and um, for the fruit and my fruit and veggies, you know, I would have to need like a big, you know, tub of the Lysol and I knew exactly where to go because I couldn't find any in the store. Well, I know one thing. I went to the corner store for some Lysol, the 99 cent store, and they charged me $10. Wow. But guess what? At that point, this is right before the shutdown. I already felt that this was coming. I just Mm -hmm. said, all right, I'm just going to have to get this $10 Lysol. But you look on Amazon a friend of mine said it's thirteen dollars. So hey, I got a bargain at the corner store, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking this is price gouging. I'm calling my district leader, like, hey, you know that that store next door to your office? Uh uh-uh. uh. And they got it behind the counter, and it's like, oh, get that Lysol. You know, like there's some type of transaction, illegal transaction. And so yeah. then you look at Amazon, and you see people. It's thirteen dollars, thirteen seventy nine to be exact. So we're in a place where even the the necessities are very expensive. The things that we actually need, not want, but we need like food, right? Yeah. It's proper planning. It it really, it really now says, wow, even my needs, right? How do I get my needs met daily, if not weekly, if not monthly? And so those obligations, the first of the month has come and people don't have the money for the rent. And I think, what we need to think about is instead of listening to the government telling you they're going to send a stimulus check and you wait for that, or, Hey, your mm-hmm. loan, your, um, 
your rent won't be due till three months. Understand at the end of three months, they're going to ask you for that rent and they want that lump sum because then they can yeah. start the eviction proceedings. So don't, don't believe the hype, you know, really mm-hmm. look at it critically. If I don't pay now and I have the money and I have the money, if I don't pay now and I have the money, I'm probably going to use that money for another need, right? Or somebody mm-hmm. can get sick in your household and you got to buy another supply right, of something. Something's going to always fall out, right, the sky that you are going to need. And so now you've dug into that money, and now when it's time to pay up the three months, you don't have it. And were you irresponsible? No, I wouldn't say you're irresponsible, right? I think that people are doing what they need to do, right, in order to keep themselves sane, but, you know, at the end of the day, if you have it, pay it, right? And because, again, the stimulus check did not come before the first, it did not come before the first. So it rents through the first and your last day to pay rent is the 10th and you haven't gotten that check by the 10th. Hey, what were you waiting on? Mm-hmm. So again, you know, we talk about these GoFundMe's and we put them out on there, but Hey, what about your community? Here we go back to your community. There are some people that have literally, because I am unemployed with my, um, I had a job before I worked my, started working my business full time. She buys me dinner at least twice a week, just because, mm. just because she said, because when she was unemployed, somebody did that for her. And so here we are now really going back to community. Do you have some sugar? Hey, I'll put it by your door. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go out for that. Cause I got three. Mm-hmm. I hoarded four or five. I can spare mm-hmm. something else. And so we're, we're, I'm not saying going to someone's home. I'm not saying put yourself at risk. I'm saying if somebody is in your building, if you happen to live in an apartment building and there is something that they need that you have an abundance of, there's where the sharing becomes caring. Well, that sounds like a good idea. A community board, you know, like items that could be left out. And you could do it virtually. You could do it virtually. Get get people together, do a virtual meeting in your building and then talk about, so you don't have to go and put into those apartments, say where you're going to drop the things off. You're going to wipe it down. People pick it up, you still have to wipe it down again. But the point is that mm-hmm. here is where you can start to empower yourself and not wait for mm-hmm. um, somebody to bail you out because there is no such thing as a bailout. We're getting squoze out. Mm-hmm. If you look at now mm-hmm. what's happening with the statistics and they do not want to really say they're, they're able to really talk about race. But in New York, they took a stab at some of the numbers. And you'll see in the Hispanic and the African-American community, the death rate and fatalities from COVID-19 are high. So, yeah, so when you, and when you talk about that, um, we, we can't ignore that. We can't ignore that. We are going to get hit the hardest. We are being hit the hardest. We are not being protected. We're not being told, mm-hmm. you know, the boosting your immune system is something that people are doing through the grapevine, through the underground railroad on the internet, through social media. But yeah. it's not something being out there to say, listen, you, you all, if you have hypertension or you have high blood pressure or you have cholesterol, here's the things that you can do right now to prepare your body. Because if you have to fight, your body's going to need everything it needs. Now, it may yes. be too late. It might be too late for the fight, right? But you know what? You, you didn't get it. So start helping yourself now. Yeah. So, so here's prevention. Because as people will say, the body wants to heal. The body's always fighting something off. Right. It wasn't like this COVID was something that it's a different strand, but we all know in the back of our life. So Candace says something about coronavirus. Right. So we know mm-hmm. that something about soap and water, it kills it. We know that. So once we know and we have this information, think about how this goes throughout your whole life. 
what can you clean and disinfect now in your life? Some people are now that were hoarders are getting rid of things. They're looking at their house and they're going, I have too much stuff. Some people are cleaning out closets they never cleaned out before. Drawers they had never cleaned out before. Neglect, dust will mm-hmm. even create pollution in your own home. You know, when's, you yeah. know, so again, I think it's time to really go back to there's a part of love of self that's really important. Now, look, we're going back to our, our natural hair. Thank goodness we started the natural hair movement, right? They, this is a movement we started. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Some of us can't even get to our salon. So now what? You can't die. Yeah. You can't, you can't fry. What are you going to do? And where are you going? Where are you going? Mm-hmm. You know, not saying you can't get up because some people have meetings and Zoom meetings and everything else. Yeah. But now you got to be creative. Now you have to be creative. Mm-hmm. And if you have somebody in the household that has a little talent for some hair and you feel like that's what they want to do with the things that you have in your home, why not do a protective style? Try something different. I saw a video yesterday. So cute. A, a, a woman's daughter was doing her hair. She washed it and her daughter mm-hmm. was flat ironing. When do we get those moments? And yeah. we don't get mm-hmm. those moments again, right? Because this is a very, very, mm-hmm. very unusual, peculiar time in history. And so we are in the middle of history and we'll be able to all tell our own stories. You know, our even biblical stories. It's going to be the book according to Marjorie. It's going to be the book according to Erica. It's going to be the book according to mm-hmm. Rachel. It's going to be the book according to Terrell. Oh. Right. That's deep. You gave me chills. So, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> we are going to be able to speak on this moment and say on this date, because I can say on March 16th, I did not go out of my house. I've not been out of my house since March 16th. I can say my friend contracted mm-hmm. COVID-19 and I virtually visited her in the hospital on FaceTime, looking in at, at her in the hospital bed for nine days till she walked out of there on her own recognizance mm-hmm. in her own health and strength. I mean, I will be able to yeah. live to say that. Right. And I will be able to say, how did I help somebody? And that's the thing. How did you help somebody? But but you got to put the anchor on yourself first. You got to equip yourself yeah. with the things that you need first. It's not about neglect. Yeah. And I think that that's where a lot of our healthcare workers and a shout out to all of them. They are exhausted and they are taking mm-hmm. major sacrifices for other people's lives. But at the same time, they're tired and they're exhausted and they can make mistakes over exhaustion. And so, yes. you know, understanding this whole PPE equipment, how to dispose of everything, you know, some some hospitals have protocols that when they come in, they change their, their pedestrian clothes and then put on their PE equipment. And they don't get those clothes back until the end of the day after they down. You know, some, some mm-hmm. um, hospitals are putting nurses and doctors up in hospitals close so they don't have to go back to their families, especially if they live with someone with pre-existing conditions or they have young children in the home. Some people that I know, yeah. uh, my sister-in-law has not seen her kids in a month because she is on the front lines as a supervisory nurse. And so at that point, she said, well, listen, I can't go back and forth with my kids when they're going to be around your parents who are in their 80s. I don't, wanna, I don't want them to be vulnerable to anything that I could be exposed to or anything. So guess what? The kids will stay there, right, with my brother, and that's where they're going to be. And you know what? She has to do things like what? Drive down the street, sit in her car while the kids talk to her from the porch. But you know what? That's the sacrifices that people are making right now for, for yeah. someone else's life. And I think that's the, the community response. But I also think the community also needs to start to speak out. Speak out about your experiences if you ever were trying to get tested. 
speak out about your experiences when you were um, not feeling well and you called the doctor. We have to understand this thing happened in a couple phases. We get information every day. In the beginning, they were saying, if you have a primary care physician, you're supposed to go to them, tell them your symptoms, then they refer you out to a hospital to get tested. But that's only if you have insurance. If you didn't have insurance, what happened to those people? That wave of people that happened two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I want to know, are there fatalities amongst them that were denied? Then they opened it and made an enrollment and said, okay, now you guys can get insurance. It's okay. It's open enrollment. Get your insurance. But that's not what they were doing at first. And if the mm-hmm. underlying conditions were always what it was, then what about those people that did have diabetes or asthma and could not get to um, a doctor? So we don't really know if the fatalities are being reported are from the hospital perspective or what happened in your home. So we, 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 these numbers are very skewed and these experiences have to be told. People have to say, tell their story. I think also we have to ask our local politicians, what are you doing besides feeding people? Food again, food uh-huh. once again, what kind of food? You know, ordering Popeyes, McDonald's, is not going to cut it for me when we're in the middle mm-hmm. of trying to boost your immune system. You know, why isn't Whole Foods a big, big corporation? Why aren't they saying, look, we're going to send out, you know, healthy foods to you all? You know, why aren't the grocery yeah. stores from making a killing? Why aren't they making some things free and bringing prices down on your broccoli and your kale, right? And your fruits and vegetables. Absolutely you know, why, why aren't we doing that when they're, when they're the ones still, they're essential. And we, we know we appreciate their sacrifice. At the same time, why are the prices going up? So, we, we you know, at this point, we can't take advantage of each other in this capitalistic society. We've got to help each other. We've got to, I'm going to pay you, but yeah. you're going to help me, right? Something like that. Where, where's the gift certificates, right? And then stocking ourselves. We know that things coming into our community, it's been really difficult. It's been very difficult. And so... So it's yeah. challenging. Some people haven't seen toilet paper in their communities. You know, and these are people not just in New York. I'm talking about in California. They haven't seen toilet paper. In Texas, they haven't seen toilet paper in weeks. Mm-hmm. And you have to go really early in the morning to get toilet paper. Yes. Well, go here it goes. Everybody's thinking about going to the bigger stores. But, you know, your corner stores are good, too. And usually you won't run into that many people. Yeah. So you... I paid $2 for a roll of toilet paper. And, and that's sad. And that's very sad. And, mm-hmm. and and then we need it. And then people started saying, well, what else could we use besides toilet paper if we run out? I mean, these are the kinds of questions people are, are, are asking themselves because, again, those that hoarded it, they hoarded it, they have it. Are they sharing it? Do they yep. need all of that? <laughs> you know what I mean? But some people are like, yeah. no, I stocked up. I got to take care of my family. I understand that. But in the end, this virus is about you and me what you do affects me and what i do affects you period in the story mm-hmm. exactly and you know what else um what else, uh, another uh d- part that's being left out is you know our disabled youth and and adult disabled you know they they were going to a day programs and they were being you know they were being kept occupied for, you know, the duration of the day. And, you know, now the parents are home, you know, with the, the, the disabled person and they're not used to these things. And, you know, they're not getting that outside help. 
you know, and, and what are we going to do for them? And that's for the when next you have to call. Yeah. I don't care what they say. They may have shut down offices, but those phone calls are still working in your, in your local um, politicians offices. You have to call the people and tell them what your needs are. You have to voice the concern or people start to say, it's not a concern because I didn't get a phone call. And the bottom line is if you're struggling out there, you need to call, you need to call. It's not just a three, one, one call, but, but Google, if you can Google, Google your local politician, your district leader, the people that are supposed to be speaking up for you. My district leader, every day she does a broadcast from Facebook Live and she talks about what's happening in the community, talks about what's happening in the news and talks about exactly what's happening in Harlem and how we can help and how we can um, be that light, how we can support each other. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, that's what you need. You need someone to do that fireside chat as like Cuomo's doing every day on giving a briefing. You need to hear that from the people that you live and breathe with and you and you voted for. We're doing the census right mm-hmm. now. And the census, they're saying now they've extended it, right? So now they made an extension on mm-hmm. it. But the point is that that's, that census makes some sense now. Who is in your household that you're going to account for that toilet paper for? You know, you just bought exactly. not one toilet paper. You bought about six, seven, eight batches of, of 18 rolls because you got five people in your house. So mm-hmm. every single person in that house, because that will determine the kind of services that come into your community. Those are where you can speak up and make your voice heard. You have to tell people that mm-hmm. you are in crisis, that there is a problem. And I, and I want to say this because I really thought about this. As we stand on these lines, I say these phone lines, long lines to get through to our financial institutions, to government agencies, public assistance, employment. I had to really take a moment to think about, I was on a phone for four hours until it all hung up on me. So I wait all that time listening to that horrible elevator music, put my phone on speaker, but put it on mute as I'm trying to do something else. And I'm on there for four hours. And I said to myself, what about the people that do not have an unlimited plan? If they're on Mm -hmm. minutes, they have to decide. When they use that phone, who uses that phone? Because sometimes the kids are using their phone for their homework. Sometimes they're using their phone for work. And then now you're going to get on a long line trying to get assistance. That is minutes. And they will cut you off. So I didn't understand why the big corporations mm-hmm. didn't say, you know what, we're going to give everybody unlimited plan for three months. Just give it to them. Why? Because you're going to get a big bonus check. You're going to get a big bonus mm-hmm. check. These corporations are going to, to be compensated. And they're still collecting yeah. your your you your, know. Um, your um, monthly bill. So my thing is, there are people that are on minutes that cannot get on the phone and stay on the phone and wait this thing out if they're sick or something yeah. like and that. You know, that's the you know, it's the random companies. I'm sorry to cut you off, but you know, you give me a thought, and you know, it's those random companies that are donating. But they're not. The, but um, they're the smaller companies. It's smaller the, companies always give. It's and, like, and, and that's okay. On, and it's the ones that are being very like um, strategic, like Pornhub mm. of all companies is donating. Um, I, they donated a slew of supplies for for this whole ordeal, and they're giving uh, thirty days of free well, subscription. To well, this is the thing about that, and I'm gonna say this: they're marketing exploitation. When you watch those videos, you don't know who's in those videos. You don't know how old those people are. That is not something I would even tout, but I'm saying, understand, right. they become essential. We have the liquor stores are essential, and I guess now Pornhub is saying they're essential. 
that this is a this is a problem here. Yeah. So so yeah. what I'm saying is so look at this thing a little bit differently. Why would Pornhub be doing that? Exactly. What is I mean? Obviously, they want you to subscribe. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you want them to think that they're a good company. No, 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 no. We're mm-hmm. not going to forget the damage. Can't forget the damage that people have done. You can't forgive them because they gave you a roll of toilet paper or they sent you some medical supplies. Okay, mm-hmm. that that's that's nice. But what are you doing the other times of the month? And who are you exploiting? Mm-hmm. And who are you putting in harm's way? So we we really need to write a list of these things. The people that gave, we need to weigh what that what that really costs. And are we a, well? So now that they have our attention, are we going to go back and say, wait a minute, there's some exploitation going on here. Mm-hmm. There's some trafficking going on here, mm-hmm. right? We 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 can't listen. If you're gonna make the noise, then we got to come back and push back and say, thank you for the supplies. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna be done. We need them, but guess what? I need you to do now. I need you to do X, Y, and Z. And my point is that people don't think about it. oh, the, the, mm-hmm. you know, this is so nice, it's so nice. But what does it really cost? And what are you speaking mm-hmm. to? And what are you supporting? Mm-hmm. what's the what actual exchange going what's the exchange but my thing is the medical supplies we need them but ex- again i'm not going to dismiss what kinds of things go on on that site exactly i can't i can't dismiss ex- sexual exploitation of children i can't mm-hmm. I, i'm not i'm not going to do it you're not going to get me to do it i'm not going to still say that that's right because you gave some medical supplies you know, yeah. that th- that's not what we want to do. And I think that people need to be really understanding of, yes, who you get something from, it's very important because then you have to know what the consequences are of taking that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, you know, I guess for all the people that need to do that, that's great for them, but that's not, that's hurting a whole lot of other people too. So we know yeah. that it's spiked in domestic violence, the numbers have spiked, ACS has been working around the clock. Okay, so we have children in homes that, you know, are suffering because they haven't really been around their parents. People are stressed out. It's some in some homes a little chaotic. And it it does beg for unsafety. Right. And unrest. And so we're Mm -hmm. still working on these social issues while this is going on. It's not that the social issues change and that shuts down. Actually, Mm -hmm. they get worse. If you were a drinker Mm -hmm. before, if you weren't drinking and now they have the liquor stores open, you might go back to drinking. Or as somebody yes. said to me, the reason why they kept the liquor stores open, I know this is true, but this is coming from a psychologist. He said, is because some people felt that if someone had a drinking problem, to quit cold turkey would be very dangerous to their health. Mm. And so it's either COVID or you die from, you know, your withdrawal from alcohol. So I don't really know if what's true or not, but you have to beg the question, wow, is that the reason why? I don't know why. It would it would really show a lot more of our mental instability. Yeah, it it would it would severely uh, not be productive to keep people at home and calm. <laughs> right, it, and, but, it would, but I it still would think that there's something else we thing. can do. I mean, so of here course. we are. We have broadcasts going all left and right. They 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 interrupt this message to tell you something else. Well, you know, if you have that kind of power, what about interrupt this message and tell me something positive? Tell me something that's going to help me. And not just on a news show, because the news shows, again, are driven by big business as well and corporations as well, right? Mm -hmm. And so, again, they are also filtering information to us as well, right? We're getting a lot of filters, which now that's what what 
is the upheaval, I'm going to say the upheaval of all these conspiracy theories, and you don't know which one to believe. You got so many things. Hello. Hello, I'm back. Yay. That was crazy. Yes. You know, I was talking to myself, I think. (laughs) The message is so real. You know, that's that raw, authentic energy, which I appreciate um, receiving it. So not a worry. Um, But I definitely remember where we left off at. Um, You were definitely making an awareness, um, you know, about how we could be more politically involved in engaging with our community. Um, And it made me think about, you know, the connection that I have with my cousins. Um, So to give you a little backstory, we always, um, we've been going for the past two or three times we've gone on cousins trips. And so it's about 18 of us and we absolutely love going on vacation with each other. So we're in a group chat and we always try to plan a year in, in advance. And, um, you know, we want to go international um, traveling. So when we were trying to decide, should we go on a cruise? You know, should we go to South America? One of my cousins chimed in. She was like, girl, uh -uh, we've been watching the news that they got the corona going on. I don't know if we're going anywhere, you know, and that was in January. Mm. And, you know, I was already privy to this whole situation that was unfolding And it was just a large indicator to me that, you know, showed how much, you know, the the regular everyday news doesn't really push you to pay attention to what's going on outside. Right. And, you know, that's something that we need to address as well. I think that people need to understand that there's a great um, documentary on Netflix called Fake News, and it talks about how it, it was birthed and how it's created. And I think... We have to be really a little bit more critical, take deeper dives, and listen to other types of news, world news, BBC news, NPR. Um, we really, and we have to read more. We have to read not just our paper, but other um, papers, you know, the Chicago, Chicago Tribune. Get a perspective from a different perspective than what you're getting, because they usually tell and make it to your region, to your to your community, your local community, and your area. But again, what are what's the world saying about the United States and our response to COVID. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really important to get a global perspective mm-hmm. on what's happening. And I think, and and I know that once we broaden our horizon, so we may not be able to travel and take that cousin's trip, mm-hmm. but travel in your mind. Go and look mm-hmm. at what's what is Italy printing and get the get it to get a translator in English to see what are they saying about it and talk about Poland. Go somewhere that you didn't even think about thinking about the U.S. But I'm sure it's making news and headlines there. Mm-hmm. Just like we make headlines about other countries. So, again, how do we now, with this social media, with this technology, how do we go visit other places and really get to understand what's happening? Because, again, we're all connected. And people, we don't realize how much, how connected we are. And it's just bigger, it's just bigger than your apartment. It's bigger than your block. It's bigger than your neighborhood. It's bigger than your city. Right? And so mm-hmm. we think about here, take a risk. Why not? Paris is talking about. I even took a risk and looked at the airfares to see what, what, what's going on with the airline. Mm-hmm. You can get the cheapest flights now. Mm-hmm. Even if you get it now and put insurance on it, it might be worth it to take that trip that you never thought about taking. 
Yeah. You know, I'm looking, thinking about parents that want to take their kids to Disney World or something. It probably won't be the same as we know it. What What if you can just get that ticket now, put insurance on it, see what happens? Mm-hmm. The most that they can do is they can reimburse you for your trip. But you know what? Now that the prices are down, take advantage of that. You know, I'm thinking about all the things of pressing the reset button. You know, mm-hmm. think about, you know, we talked about, um, we had a whole Black Lives Matter. We were really on the front lines with that. And at the same time, what I thought was ironic is he died from saying, I can't breathe. And isn't that the same thing coronavirus is saying? Mm. See, see, yes. did, what, did it matter? Does it matter now? It matters the same way to me. Yes. It all matters. Yes. All still saying, I can't breathe. It's a respiratory virus. Mm-hmm. So we can turn your lungs into glass. Can you imagine what it felt like when they were when they were crack? Do you understand? You know, I'm I'm I I see the same pain, and I see African American people, black people, being at the center of the tragedy. But we cannot allow somebody else to tell our narrative. We've got to. Tell it. We can only tell our narrative if we document it, if we write about it. Um, Facebook Live is great. Instagram is because this is the thing that they're going to say, oh, it didn't matter. It didn't really affect you. That's what they did when we talk about slavery. That's what they did when we talk about mm. civil rights. They only have what was documented. And if it wasn't documented, you didn't hear about it. So we have to tell our own story and make sure people never forget COVID-19 in 2020. The vision mm-hmm. is very clear. Once again, when something happens in this world, the people that are affected the most vulnerable, and we are all vulnerable in the color, period, and the story. I don't care what tax bracket you live in. You're very vulnerable. You're not going to get the inside scoop on the stocks. You might think you got a hookup, but it's not the hookup that the 1% has or the 2%. Mm-hmm. So again, those that, that look down on people that were unemployed, now, now you're unemployed. Now you have to figure it out, just like everybody else. It's not, oh, you know, they're so this way. No, no, it's not. Well, let's not talk about what people are. Let's just talk about what it is. What is is a nasty virus into our borders, and it is killing people, and it's killing African Americans disproportionately. Yes. That's the truth. Let's tell the truth. And then let's talk about how do we protect our communities? How do we, I, I always talk about. I hope we're not losing her again. And protect. We've got to learn how to do that. Protect, I think prepare, protect, prevent. You know, that's the thing. Pre- I think we're, we might, we gotta might be losing you might be getting a little too digital oh are you losing me oh oh yeah too digital huh might need to give it a moment too too digitally (laughs) deep honey (laughs) (laughs) honey people are like getting like what's she talking about what they talking about well we talking about what needs to be talked about Mm -hmm. i need minutes to be free for everybody right now yes I need I need cable to be free for everybody right now. I need fruits and vegetables and oranges and things boost immune system. I need to be free right now. Mm. I need things that people need to need things that they can really use. You know, 
and 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 this whole thing about the food i think it's you know people i get it but there's more to give than just food it's more than that not more that's a, that's a great thing you got to do that right that's nice but what else can we do who else is speaking out for us who else is talking about now what was interesting is i heard the statistics today on 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 new york one but then the health commissioner says well we really can't get stats by race but you were able to get some stats so i understand i'm just trying to understand help me understand help me understand because it's happening and if we don't tell it again they're not going to tell it so we got to tell it and so i really welcome people if they want to subscribe and be on my page my social media is at gotta stop llc literally g-o-t-t-o-s-t-o-p-l-l-c that i'm on instagram twitter i'm on facebook i've got to stop things you can join because we can start to come up with solutions and put it back to the community i use fashion arts i use graphics to tell the story so we can get people to start to think about what they can do differently so yes i have masks so you can change i have protective glasses right shades that you can cover your eyes i have ski masks i have bags that can carry to say look remember to do this remember six six to ten feet I do raise awareness to get people to, to wake up and to stay calm because long after this peak, if we go across that peak and slow down, we cannot go to normal. It will not be the same. We have to embrace our new normal, prepare our minds and bodies for healing. I think I've probably eaten the most healthy during this time. You know, I think mm-hmm. that I've drank a lot of water during this time. I've, I've made so many teas and hot beverages, right, mm-hmm. at this time. I've done a lot to meditate on what's happening. I've mourned so much that I don't even know. I've shed tears. I, I haven't even touched. But but I feel it. I feel it in the vibration. Yeah, I agree. The stench of death is you. real, but life and birth is even. There are babies born yes new life happening. Still being born i still hear birds chirping there's something still saying hold on to that hope find that community to support you you know and stay diligent diligent yeah and when you read something investigate what you read who is this person posting this why are they posting this who's sponsoring them who's the advertiser sponsoring your podcast or sponsoring your um, YouTube page. You know, think about the people that are behind the people that you're listening yes. to. Because that's the most important key. What's the agenda here? What are they trying to do here? And you can do have a great agenda, mm-hmm. right? You can have a very positive agenda. And you can have one that's actually divisive. Mm-hmm. You know, or 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 just too much to the left or too much yeah, to the right. counterproductive or something. Right. And so, you know, even today we were saying Bernie Sanders, he jumped, um, you know, he's out the race. He suspended his campaign. He didn't say he concedes uh-huh. or anything. I guess we don't concede, but he suspended mm. his race. I mean, this is, this is, this is something for the people that supported Bernie um, and for part of, you know, that his whole 
you know, campaign for the last two years, you know, um, well, eight years, I guess, of trying to be president. He's tried this twice. Yeah. So for him to suspend and speak for 15 minutes and just wrap it up where he wrapped it up, you can tell there's disappointment. But again, how do we now think about where are our political leaders and are they here for us? We cannot forget where they were during COVID-19. We cannot forget. Were they silent? Mm-hmm. Did they speak up? Did anybody call you? They call you for everything else. Did they send something to say, how are you? And do you have food? And do you, like, did they take a poll? Forget about unemployment and having to call. What other things can a community leader do to make sure that their constituents are okay? How can they count for their own numbers? You know, somebody shouldn't wait for somebody else, for somebody else, for somebody else to start gathering information and data. Mm -hmm. What are we waiting for? It's very true. You know, and, great point. And what are we and what are we hoping for? We've got to now think about what this new normal is going to look like. And I think we need to lead the charge. The community needs to lead the charge of living through this, breathing through this. It's not the people that already can get haircuts and get barbers coming to their houses. It's not those people. Uh-huh. They got their rent supplied. They're good. They have tablets in their home. They have computers in their home. Their kids are doing their homework in their own rooms. Mm-hmm. What about those that have to be in a living room space and you have three different age groups trying to get on the same computer? Come on now. Mm-hmm. Let's visualize yeah. what can be happening in each individual home and let's think about compassion for people. Compassion, is, it will take you a long way. And I know that people don't look at that when you think about capitalism, but that's what we have to start to think of because this virus what you do affects me. What I do affects you. I am my brother's sister's keeper. Period. Yes. yes. And, and you know, when you talk about when this one um, politician talked about it's okay for the elderly to die, I mourn that day because in our Black community, these are our elders. These are, these are the people that that generations alive. They're, they're your babysitters. You're going to be when you go back to work, if you go back to work. Because she was the one you trusted. Now she's dead because of somebody's negligence. Somebody wasn't thinking. Somebody didn't didn't. Let's be clear, right? So I mean, yeah. we we can't afford to lose our elders in, in our communities. They 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 they're the key of our. They tell stories that we don't even know about. And yeah. This is very true. I, 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 so I can't Erica, afford to lose them. I'm sorry. So Erica, let me ask you this. So, you know, to be able to, you know, wrap up all of this energy that we just put out into the world be a great time to really push this moment for our empowered thoughts. And how can we help others engage with our elderly more? You know, virtual visits. I do virtual You know, if I, you know, an elderly person and something what phone they have or even messenger through Facebook. You may have to talk them through that if they get on someone else's Facebook. But I, that's what I did for my friend who's 70 years old that was in the hospital on days battling COVID-19. I logged Facebook and I looked at her virtually and we talked and we talked and I would take her around my house because that's the only way she can get a visitor. You got to check in. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's very, you know, good intel, you know, getting others to to engage more, um, you know, with the video chat and 
and and learning that you know there's multiple ways to be able to see someone and and to show them appreciation and gratitude um definitely you know for me yeah i'm doing the same thing you know i'm i'm calling my mom more because i can't just go visit her um you know cuz she's over the age of 50 and she just wants to be really safe you know so i go i go, i see her maybe once a week i i'm cuz i'm staying you know very isolated myself as well and i've already been isolated for some time i've already been low on my social um gatherings um so it's already been so a, mental, health, mental health is good too i mean mental health providers are good too there's a number that they have but you know nothing's wrong with seeing a therapist at this time if you need it you know because mm-hmm. this is the time where people cope and are just exhausted and can't think anymore and can't reach so you know i believe in therapy Believe mm-hmm. in it. I, I, I have a therapist that I speak to regularly and I was already doing busy, and I need time and they're down there doing that it's like it takes your whole day right when you go to therapy yeah. so it, it's great for me to moment you know conversation and conversation you visit yeah. your mom once my mother do anything to put her or my dad in in danger. I just don't. I can't. Um, to do. Yeah. You know, you don't know what you're bringing, and you don't. So whatever's in that house, in that house, and they're fine. Thank God. But we don't have anybody coming in, and when the exposure of who's the one going out. You know, but again, mm-hmm. they're exactly on private cars, so private cars are a form of social distance. Yeah. Live in this city. That's not the case. You know, the first thing they did was mm-hmm. get rid of the I, I, I definitely, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely, you know, I feel for everyone in the city right now. And every, I don't think that one's been the other with, you're poor. Everybody's mm-hmm. doing something different. And I think that that's the advisor. That's the shit. Yeah. Create it for one another, no matter what tax bracket you're in matter who you are and you would think and you're seeing Africans as they say Hispanics or Latino whatever um is the best way to refer but when you're seeing them really I think everybody should care. I think everybody yeah. should be talking about it. I think We've got to do everything. Cuomo said today, everybody should be doing everything to save them. So we have all the necessary things to save. But it can't be your pre-existing condition. It can't be that. It can't. No, We've got to exactly to save a life. And I think, I think, I was the thing that they were talking about at first. They were just some of the overwhelming whelm scale back really those hope. lives that you could have saved that you didn't save that's what I think about those regrets I don't want to live yeah and I know that these people are putting these high positions and really a lot of pressure but those are things like making decisions about who lives and dies Woo! I hope I don't lose her again I'm hoping that this is still Based recording on-, on the other side <laughs>
Not sure if we've lost her. I'm okay. So, you know, the the good the great thing about Anchor is that even if I can't hear you, um, some miraculous way they're able to still get your recording on the other side. So I'm really um, hoping that I'm not missing any bit of your your strong words and insight. Um, cause this was definitely uh, an explosive interview conversation flow. I definitely appreciated all of this. And, um, you can definitely take this moment to share a little bit about your, how, how others can contact you. If you want to just speak it again so that others can hear it. I'll also have it in the details below. not sure if we've gotten cut off hopefully i've given her her second but this is star seed ma you are listening to em healing i appreciate you for staying through all of so we got cut off again so i'm gonna allow erica to jump back in so that she can you know finish connecting with everyone i really appreciate um you staying through to the end of this okay okay awesome this is the end of the show i really want to appreciate you for being a part of the em healing experience i'm pretty sure all my listeners are going to really appreciate your words so please let us again hear how we can contact you so you can contact me on my website, www.gottubestopllc.com. On social media, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Got to Stop LLC. And then I have a Got to Stop think tank on Facebook where you can join a group and a community of people who understand that this is not a movement, it's a lifestyle. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you to all my listeners for staying tuned and staying in your flow and acknowledging yourself. Have a blessed day.